You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's start with the potential market for Kirk Cousins. We've talked about the Jets, the Broncos, the yep. Browns. Who am I overlooking? Uh, the Arizona Cardinals are going to be in the mix. Uh, and they were in the mix on Alex Smith, too, uh, which this is actually the second time they missed on Alex Smith because they tried to trade for him last time when the Niners dealt him. So they were in that mix. They didn't get him this time. Uh, so those are four teams. The Bills are going to be interested. I don't know if it's going to be at that level, but... You know, I'm sort of like fascinated by this. This is the biggest free agent we have had in a decade. Or I mean, it's just a quarterback in his prime, healthy, young, uh, not coming off shoulder surgery like Breeze, not coming off neck surgery like Peyton. Just a really good starting quarterback free agent, and uh, it's going to be bananas how much money he's going to make. And I know there's a few scenarios out there. Uh, I think one a lot like to talk about how. If you take him and put him into the Jacksonville Jaguars team, that team wins the championship right now. Right. I think we all agree. But I think from a dollar and cent standpoint, with a few of these players they have coming up in the next two to three years, he will hurt them more than helping them because they won't be able to bring some of those guys back, especially on the defensive side of the football and some on the offensive yeah. side of the football. So when you mention Arizona and even Miami, for the sake, I know Ryan Tannehill, I, know I understand his deal, but probably not enough confidence from Adam Gaze to keep him around. But Kirk Cousins to get the money like Alex Smith did. Yeah. $70 million guaranteed. He would have to go somewhere like in Arizona. Not a Denver because I don't think John Elway wants to give up that much. No. And now, and now with Denver, there's other issues because cash is not always readily available in Denver. They're not like an ownership group that's just can just toss money around right. they, you know they could do it but they have to figure out how to do it um the cardinals can do it but you're right i mean that's and it's when you have a conversation about art right, should let's say the jaguars add a high profile quarterback it's you have to say all right they're going to spend 28 million dollars a year on cousins who are they not signing okay well then you're probably not re-signing Allen robinson yep. okay well then so you have this great quarterback and who are you going to throw to right you need a new tight end there. They got to help the offensive line. I mean, there's a lot of things you need to get done that would not get done if you have a quarterback. And so that's why places like the Jets, which are more wide open, which have the money, uh, which are still building, like that to me would make more sense than, say, the Jaguars, which I think can win a Super Bowl with Blake Bortles. Chatting with our NFL insider Ian Rappaport of NFL Network because it's Friday and I want to be generous. We're in Minnesota. We're not going to blow the horns. Let's talk Case Keenum. Okay. Because I, I believe I said the last time we chatted, one would have to be insane, dot, 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 to give Case Keenum the franchise tender. You said, well, then call me nuts. Yeah. Now, there are different degrees, right? Could be transitional tag, how, however you want to play it out. Do you think that's the end game? He's going to be tagged in some way by Minnesota. I think so. I don't know so, but I think so. And the reason is because if you're Case Keenum and you say, you know, let's say the Vikings want to do a deal. Okay, well, they could do a deal. But why would Case Keenum do a deal? Why would he take, let's say they offered him 18 a year. Why would he take that? Just say, let me be a free agent. You know, what would the market for Case Keenum look like? It would be, he, you know, after Kirk Cousins, he'd be next. So you have a team like the Broncos, the Cardinals, you know, whoever doesn't get Cousins, you know, one of those guys is, is, is going to want to pay $20 million a year. So if you're a case, you say the Vikings, like, look, why are we talking? Just tag me, and then we can start talking about a deal. Um, and I actually, I mean, it's crazy because he had a great season, did not play well a couple Sundays ago. I thought that was going to hurt his value, but the more people I've talked to, it really hasn't. 
There's just not a lot of guys available. I mean, when you look at this, going into this game, you have two quarterbacks that actually started out as backups. Tom Brady, <laughs> yep. backup. Now Nick Foles, backup. Nick Foles, just for some reason, we will be sleeping the entire time. It may seem like a dream. Just has an opportunity to win this football game. How complex will that situation be in Philadelphia? Knowing that Carson Wentz came, Carson Wentz came in with this team taking a few moves in the right. draft to grab him at the second spot. To all of a sudden, now you have a quarterback that's a Super Bowl winning quarterback who's a in Nick Foles, who's another yeah. backup. How do you deal with that? It's bananas, and, and that situation could happen. I mean, it really is crazy, but it could happen. And remember, three weeks ago we were talking about how Nick Foles could be replaced. Now we're talking about somebody might trade for him. Here, here's my understanding. The Eagles do not want to trade Nick Foles. He's the ultimate security blanket. He's going to make $7 million next year, which is a lot. But, look, he's about to lead him to Super Bowl at least. So they could pay it. They're going to have to get blown away by a trade offer to take it. I don't think they want to do it. But, you know, remember, this is a team that traded Sam Bradford a week before the season. So I think they would entertain everything. Yep. Taking you around the league with Ian Rappaport, NFL Network. We're always looking for content, especially during a slow week beyond the Alex Smith bombshell. What do you make of... Right in the middle of dinner, man. Bill Belichick, (laughs) spoiling your dinner most importantly, (laughs) showed up courtside at the Timberwolf game last night. I know he didn't stay for the entire game, but is he suddenly getting work-life balance at the Super Bowl? Well... You know, he, he's got Linda Holiday, who he's been with for a while. She keeps him balanced pretty good. But, you know, I mean, you guys know what the week is like. Look, it, it's, you know, Thursday night. They've been praying for this team for 12 days. I think they're ready. You know, like, that to me, if you want to read Oh, I don't think it, he's missing out on anything. I just thought it was refreshing. There's well, Bill looking actually like a normal human being. Well, yeah, and, and he does that, especially with Linda. But to me, if you want to read into it, which we all do this time of year, um, it seems like he feels like he's ready. Because if he wasn't, he'd be holed up in the office trying to figure stuff out. Clearly, he's like, all right, I'm good enough where I'm just going to go hang out at the basketball game. That's a scary sign for the Eagles, I have to be honest. And how about the, the sign of, of them finishing being done? They win this Super Bowl. Okay, Everything that we know that's happening with New England. You lose your offensive coordinator. You lose your defensive coordinator. Jimmy Garoppolo goes to San Francisco. You don't have Jacoby Brissett. The wife is asking Tom Brady to come home. Bill Belichick seems more jovial than we've seen him, not just in the Super Bowl, in the AFC Championship win. I mean, we very rarely get that much excitement and and, and joy from him in a game such as that one, just an AFC Championship game, because they're playing for the big one. Right. Does everything unravel after this season if they were to win this football game? I don't think so. You know, they're going to meet at the end of the season. They're going to have a little powwow. Um, and they're going to talk about some of the things. Now, the Crafts have been on record as saying tension is okay. It is really fine. Goals do not always align. Egos do not always align. They have to figure some stuff out. I think they'll be able to, but I don't know, and I wouldn't bet my life on it. So, like, you know, in order for them not to all come back, and you're right, there's going to be turnover. Josh McDaniels, Matt Patricia, maybe Joe Judge, a special teams coach, maybe a couple position coaches. A lot, I mean, a legitimate extreme amount of turnover but who's going to walk away is it Belichick probably not is it Brady going to retire probably not that's why I think it stays together because I don't see how it would not 
Great to see you in person. Thank you for your contributions all season long. And most importantly, the hair is not askew. Yep. And magically, (laughs) the phone did not go off for the first time in the history of our conversation. But you stayed in character. Yeah. uh, I like it. it, I saw it was my wife. I was like, oh, you know what I think it was? I think if you'd have moved too quick, you'd have messed your hair up because of the hair. That's right. Yeah. I think you could be right about that. One has to have priorities. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you, Ian. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.